Hey y'all, welcome to the Let's Be For Real podcast. This is Sadiqa Dub, your host that I'm breaking up fellas with me today. These are what I call super bears. And so today we'll be talking about the roles of fathers and fatherhood. And of course, all three of these are very good. So I'm gonna give a chance for each one of them to introduce themselves. And uh, yeah, we'll start with that. <laughs> Barry. Oh, yeah. All right. go ahead. Either or. Oh, oh, okay. Now, uh, my name is Barry. Uh, Barry Fontenot. Uh, been married for five years. Uh, it's been, it has its up and down, uh, but it made me so much of a better person. Uh, I have two daughters. Um, I'm just loving life, taking it day by day. Oh, where you from? <laughs> oh, I'm from Dallas, uh, Dallas, Texas. Yes, sir. Uh, Awesome. <laughs> uh, by way of DeSoto, no Texas. <laughs> oh, work. Okay, yeah. that's cool. My, I, I actually was born and raised in Lancaster, Texas. Uh, oh, my name is Bryson McAllister. Um, I have, I have uh, two little ones, a uh, little girl, little boy, Daxon and Kaylin. Um, we um, moved here for 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 been here for about five years now in Houston. Um just kinda checking it out, seeing how it is, and probably gonna end up staying here for the rest of our lives because it's pretty nice. Very, very good for my sinuses. Um <laughs> other than that, uh you know, I got been married 10, 10 years now. So um and that's pretty much it right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, like she said, my name is uh, Devin, Devin Pollard. Uh, I'm here at the house with my two boys. I got one of them, you know, roaming around my office here right now. Y'all probably see him pop in and out as we're going through. But, uh, yeah, I'm a father of two boys. I've been with my uh, wife for uh, seven years now, um, and we've been married for three, going on three. Uh, it'll be three in a couple weeks, so... Um, so yeah, that's me from Austin, Texas. Met my wife here in 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 H Town, and we've been rocking ever since. Awesome, awesome. Oh, so, uh, just to hit it right off, uh, I'm a barb, single barb. I don't really like to use the word single barb. I'm a mother with a child. Uh, her dad, we co-parent. Sometimes it's a struggle. Uh, and we were never married. So one of the things I thought about to have this conversation with you guys, because I know periodically we all talk individually, I was like, I know there's more men I know that are actually heavily involved in how they parent the children. And so I kind of wanted to get an idea of like what it was like when you got with your partner and talked about building a future together and having children. What were the conversations like when, it's, when discussing what you wanted for your children? Any one of you could start first. Um, I mean, I'm going to say for me, a lot of the start was, um, what we had, how can I say, we kind of got started with the kids early on in the relationship. So that was like a conversation that needed to happen fast. It wasn't like, you know, we had been dating for years and years and all kind of stuff. Um, so having kids on the way pretty quick kind of forces you to have those conversations. And it was just more so of, okay, you know, you know, just starting with how we're going, um, how we're going to do the birth, 
you know, uh, do you like to have, do you want to have a, a, a doula? Do you, you want to have a natural birth? So, I mean, it was just all part of the process as we was going along with it, you know, certain conversations or certain things would come up, you know, and then we'd have those conversations, but being our first child for, for both of us, you know, it wasn't like a, okay, we're going to sit down and write on a list of, you know, what you going to do with my son and what you going, what you want to do with my son and how I want to raise our son. And, you know, it was more of an organic process. As things come up, we, you know, we work together to kind of figure out, you know, where we're going to go from. Like rolling with the punches, huh? <laughs> That's how it is, man. It really is. Man, uh, I think when I was, when we first got together, we kind of exactly, we were kind of going in the same direction with the, the kiddos. Uh, or as far as like we wanted to have kids, um, we I I, re I really wanted a little girl and a little boy, um, but that was one of the questions that we we had like if we didn't have a little girl, a little boy, what what we what were we gonna do? Like were we gonna keep trying? And I was like after having one, I was like yeah let's keep going let's see what what else we get. Two, I was like it started to get expensive. Uh, I might I might I might chill out. We might have to chill out. Um, so I'm glad we got a boy and a girl, you know, so we, we got both of them, uh, as far as like parenting, uh, parenting, uh, it's, it's roll with the punches, you know, uh, I'm, I'm trying to learn them. They trying to learn what, you know, me basically just try to figure each other out, you know, with me trying to lead the way basically. Um, so it's, it's pretty tough, you know, uh, the, the hard questions, you know, I, I grew up in the Baptist house, so um, you know uh, we they they you know we were raised up with with the with the belt a little bit, you know. Uh, so that was that that came up probably almost immediately. Uh, Better ride you know, for the child. Grandparents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what should we do with that type of situation? You know, and um, at first, you know, I was you know at you know when I had the little one, I was like, uh, nah, I can't I can't spank him. You know, I don't know if I can spank him. Um, and then they started getting into stuff, and then it's like, okay, it's 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 getting y'all getting too wild, you know. <laughs> and then they started messing with stuff that you know you can't. To me, it's like um, you cannot play around with um, stuff that they can't turn around, like stuff they can't come back from, like running into the street or playing with electricity or something like that. Yeah. Um. So I tried. Could you could you hear me? Just yeah. Now. I can hear you. Can you hear me? It looked like it froze up a little bit. Guys. <laughs> a little bit. We did though. So uh, okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. So yeah, so spanking did come back into the conversation definitely. Uh so you know, we just Oh, you faded out. Oh, there you go. There you go. You there, brother. You got me back. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, my Wi-Fi been acting up really bad lately. Really bad. Oh, good. So, yeah. Is everybody else still on? Yeah, we're still here. Yeah. Awesome. 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 So yeah, just rolling with the punches, just trying to, you know, whenever a situation come up, just figuring it out on the on the fly. You know, that's pretty much it. Oh, that's good. Uh yeah, with with us, uh, me and Brooke, it was uh, well at first, 
I wanted a boy, you know, so I wanted to uh, have that experience being a, uh, a dad and a coach and growing up, you know, with a boy. But it, we had, you know, we had a girl and I say uh, through the second trimester, end of the second trimester, we found out that our daughter had trisomy 18, uh, Edwards syndrome, birth defect. And it was, it was very, it was tough because you have these doctors, all these doctors trying to tell us to abort and we were going back and forth. Uh, we wound up changing hospitals last minute. Uh, Texas Children's, it was a blessing. Um, you know, we had the heart surgery. Uh, we, you know, my daughter has a trach. Um, she's blind in one of her eyes. Um, she has a feeding tube. Uh, but, you know, we we kind of hit the ground in survival mode. So we were all just about surviving, uh, just getting through it. Um, and we didn't really have discussions. You know, we weren't, we weren't, you know, uh, we didn't have time for that. You know, we were just trying to, you know, take those next steps. Uh, uh, keep her, keep her alive, keep her happy, and then we got, we made it through. You know, and that kind of made our uh, relationship even stronger. Um, you know, we were in the hospital for over three months. Uh, we still, you know, working, going, you know, back and forth, um, and we kind of, it, it helped me uh, bond with her parents even more. So it, it, it was definitely a blessing in the long run. Uh, it, you know, I, I look back on that experience and it made me become more mature and helped me grow up. It helped me to uh, see life um, uh, for what it is, you know, truly a blessing. And you know, I don't take things for granted. And I have two daughters. So now we have another daughter and uh, we, you know, we, we don't really have this, you know, discussions yet. We have a little bit about the popping and the discipline because she's getting into stuff. <laughs> It is like she's really active, um, and we were so used to just having our oldest. So this is like a whole new experience uh, for yeah. us. And she's ten months. She's ten months now. Uh, she's doing good. Both of them are doing good. Uh, so we're we have the conversations. You know, we're I'm not against the belt, but you know, at the same time, it's like yo, she's ten months. So, but she's yeah. starting to she's starting to get into stuff. So I definitely can relate to that. So, in your, I guess, in your processing of like, okay, now I'm a, I'm a dad, I'm a father, like, there's a, a, a big, you know, set of shoes to be filled. Like, I got responsibilities. Like, it's different when you are just married. So, when you have children, now you realize, okay, this is my legacy, my lineage. Did y'all start talking about like the plans for their future, uh, like college preparation, uh, sports, anything such? Either one. <laughs> um, I feel like I feel like uh, you know, some things. I don't know how to say this. I guess when you become a parent, when it hits you, you know, you kind of the the instincts kind of take over. You know, right. once the once the kid is here, um, and a lot of times that kind of helps work through some things because. You know, there are some things that are that are already understood, you know, that 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 you can work through a little bit more easily. Like, you know, the brother said, uh, the brother Barry said, more power to you, uh, man, and blessings to your little girl. 
you know, when you don't have, when, when, when you know that you, you don't have time to argue or that you're in a situation where you can't argue, you know, sometimes some things are just, uh, some things are communicated a little bit easier. You, you just work through, okay, you know, we ain't even gonna spend a lot of time on this. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to argue about this. We just gonna, you know, figure out the best way to compromise and get through it. Um, and so fortunately for us, you know, some of those conversations were, were unspoken as well. Um, you know, both of us, you know, Daniga, both of us are educators, me and my wife. Uh, both of us, you know, went through college and, you know, got advanced degrees and stuff like that. So we knew our, you know, kind of how we wanted to prepare for, for his future, you know, for, for both our son's futures and things like that. Um, you know, and fortunately we were both, we both happened to be on the same page on a lot of things, like the stuff that the extracurriculars that we want him to go to or, um, you know, what, what we want him to get out of his education and things like that. So a lot of the stuff, uh, you know, was pretty simple because we were on the same page. Now, for, unfortunately, everybody's not always on the same page with their spouse and things like that. So, right. you know, I feel like I was blessed to kind of find somebody that is different as we are. We had a lot of commonalities in what we see for our future and for our kids' future. And so, you know, the conversations were pretty easy. And I had I had a good example. You know what I'm saying? I had good examples of what it should look like with, with my mom and dad. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Danica, you know how my dad is. But, you know, he and I are very similar. Uh, and so yep. I, I find myself subconsciously or consciously emulating a lot of things that I just I saw from him um, as a man and the way they planned out things, you know. So I was I was fortunate in that way. I was fortunate to have, you know, to have a to, to marry a woman that had similar goals in mind for, for our kids and our future and to have a good example of 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 two people working through challenges. You know what I'm saying? So it makes those conversations easier. I, I see how bad they can go when you don't have them, you know, at the right time or or if you yeah. have them in a certain tone or, you know, you know, at certain moments. So, you know, it's a lot of variables that play into it. And it's important to just. To, to to have some good examples. If you don't have good examples, have other people you can lean on, you know, friends or cousins, even if you didn't have that that household that you came from that give those examples, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah, with me. Completely. I'm sorry, Barry. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I, I was just echoing what he said. Uh, you know, we, we're kind of having those conversations now. Uh, with our, with our little one, uh, with education and the future. And, you know, I guess I used to, you know, I always had certain certain things in mind where um, go to college or, uh, you know, have to follow, in, you know, dad's footsteps and be a yeah. teacher, be a coach and, you know, all that. But now it's, I'm at a point, as long as you're doing something positive, um, I mean, I have a newfound respect for the medical field. Uh, nurses and doctors so as long as you're doing something positive um you're on the right track um you're you're giving more than you're taking you're you're adding value to people um uh, you're serving others uh with the right intentions in god and i don't i don't have a preference um uh, and growing up growing up was, was kind of more well growing up was difficult i didn't have the father figure i mean my I mean, let me pause right there. My father did an excellent job uh, with his situation. And as I got older, I understood more what he had to handle. Uh, my mother 
uh, has severe mental illness. She was homeless for seven years. She was on the streets back and forth. Um, so we always had tension surrounding my mother. So when my father, we always, me and my brother too, we always kind of blamed each other, like all three of us. So at times we didn't necessarily talk and get along. Um, but now as I got older and when I tried to take care of my mother by myself, then I started to understand my dad even more and it kind of helped us bond even more. So I kind of understood his situation. And, and the one you know thing I give my father credit for, and I tell him all the time, you know, I saw him, I saw him quit drinking. Like I saw him go through that as a kid. I saw him quit uh, alcohol altogether, and I saw him change his life financially. You know, he's he's very successful. He does does a lot of great things in Dallas area. Uh, so watching him move the way he moved, and just being patient. Um, going to church, you know, building through the church, networking through the church and the community and just, um, you know, being responsible, you know, at, at times he was a single dad. So, you know, I gave him a lot of praise for that. He taking care of me and my brother, uh, you know, by himself. So that was a lot um, for him to handle. And I kind of look back at him and gain strength in my current situation. So it's like, I know, I know what he gone through, what he, what he had to go through. And that kind of helped motivate me uh, and with being a father today. So. Uh, one of the things I did notice in the conversation was that sometimes a lot of people compare, like, and not try to make so many comparisons, but it's normal that, you know, when people be like, well, I had both my parents. Some people being raised by their mothers, some being raised by their fathers. And if, even in a two-parent household, you could have two to six different children and they all get different versions of their parents. And so do you, do you feel like as you're, you've had your children in stages, like, okay, your first one, y'all had this in mind, and then by baby number two, it was like, uh kind of tweaked it a little bit as far as like how you want to see things or is it pretty much the same because they're such, you know, they're young. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's been, it's, it's, it's very similar, you know, uh, you know, my boys are six years old and one year old. And so, um, you know, it's a, that five year gap gave me some room to to look at life a little bit differently, to do things a little bit differently. Um, but for the most part, I, I feel like um, I feel like I'm pretty similar. I think um, I'm a better. I think if anything, I'm a better dad with the second one. Uh, I'm going to be a better dad just because I kind of know what to expect. You know, I've been there before. Some of those yeah. conversations my wife and I have already had with the first one. So, you know, we know what to do with the with the second one. You know what I mean? Um, and then some of the stuff, some, you know, some stuff is new. Some of the things that we're experiencing with our our our, our youngest, we didn't have already. But um, I can say, you know, for the most part, how they're being raised is is similar. I wouldn't say they're getting a totally new version of me just a slighter, a slightly improved one, you know, in the five years that have passed since I had the youngest to the oldest. Um, and so, yeah, if, if anything, I hope, I hope I, I, I could, I could say that, that, you know, it's a better version of me, 
yet to see, you know, how they turn out. But I think I'm doing a little bit better with this one um, than I am with, with, with my youngest than I am with, with my oldest. Yeah, and with us, it's, it's probably the, the polar opposite because what our first one, it, you know, it was like I said, we were survival mode. It was it's just different. But now we got our, our, our baby, our, our youngest, and it's like it's still different because we're, we're used to having a routine for the oldest, but we have another one who's completely opposite. Uh, she's, she's loud. She wakes up all the time. It's like she's... She's high energy. She yeah. eats all day long. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's just totally different. Uh, and we're, we're enjoying it. And, but as far as like, you know, I'm, I'm a special education teacher. So in my young oldest, um, you know, she, she goes to home. She has a homebound teacher. She's in a homebound program. So we, we would like for them to, you know, um, increase her cognitive skills and academics. And, but we're not, hung up on that you know it's we just thankful she's alive she's we're more we're more concerned about her physical um than academic growth now with the new one it's going to be completely different so it's like with our babies like no we're going to be pushing academics she and they're watching gracie's corner right now so <laughs> it, it's kind of like they're 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 different but it's a it's a good different it, it's both positive it's all love so um and I can, I mean, Brooke will probably say the same thing. We're, we don't have like a, a blueprint per se, you know, we're just kind of staying positive. We're, we're uh, loving all the help we get um, from my mother and my mother-in-law and all the family's been positive and supportive. Um, so we're just kind of taking it day by day, but there's definitely different expectations for both of them. I definitely applaud fathers uh, in the sense of there's that excitement of I want to be active, I want to be involved, I want to show up, I want to what they do, and I'm gonna be there. You know, whether it's a daughter or a son. I see videos on social media sometimes where like the daughter is the gymnastics and the daddy's teaching her how to flip and helping her flip and do her balance beat. Uh, even some of the worlds with a dad cheerleading with his daughter. And then you have the fathers that are actively like Kiwi uh, sports coaches, you know, on the, off to the side, like, hey, I'm helping the coach coach, you know, with different areas. And I think for some of us, for those who may not have had, you know, father figures, we long for that, you know what I'm saying? And so one of the things I wanted to inquire to, to you guys, and I think, Bear, you kind of mentioned your father's role in your life, but how important was it for you to feel like I need to show up for my kids? Like, we have a kid, so now I want to be fully invested and involved in what they do. What influence or motivation did you have to say, okay, that's where I see myself want to be with my children? Yeah, um, I, I definitely want to be around for all the events and going to all the different functions. And, uh, I mean, I enjoy that. Uh, we went to a Halloween event today. Uh, we dressed them up costumes. We had a good time and I, I know I'm going to be over, overprotective. Like I, I, I just feel it. I know it's coming. So I'm going to probably 
try to work at the school she attends. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to probably be around as much as possible. I may pull a Deion Sanders and, hey, when you elementary school, I'm elementary school. You middle school, I'm middle school. You high school, I'm high school. You know, so yeah. I, I definitely want to be around and be active. Um, I, I enjoy being a dad. I mean, that's one reason why I moved here to Houston. Uh, I got a fresh start. Um, I, I love the, uh, the community we're in. I love our school system. So I'm definitely going to be around it. Uh, I'll probably be known as, as DJ's dad. Oh, there go DJ's dad. He's, he's always around. You know, and that's funny because I had the same sentiment. My son's name is DJ too. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm the one like, I, I want to be the dad that's that, that you see involved, you know, like, you know, when my, even my son, when he was in, uh, he's in first grade now, but, when he was in kindergarten, I wanted to be the dad that, you know, I, I go on field trips too. It don't just have to be mama, chaperone and stuff. You know, I, I want to be involved. I want to be there, uh, you know. And for me, it wasn't even, it kind of wasn't even an option for me. It wasn't one of those things where I had to decide if I wanted to be a, a, a dad or if I wanted to be involved or, or, you know, some people struggle with it. You know, as soon as I found out, you know, as soon as we, as soon as we found out, you know, uh, that, she was pregnant. It was like, okay, well, let's, let's go. We're going to be parents. We're going to take care of it. We're going to be involved 110%. Um, this is our life now, you know? And so, of course, everything that you see in social media and videos and everything, a lot of propaganda goes into uh, destroying the image of, of what we are. But honestly, majority of the, the Black men I know are doing a great job taking care of their kids, you know, and are very involved. And um, even the ones that aren't a hundred percent involved the way people would like them to, you know, like the brother mentioned about his pops, they, you know, a lot of black men I know that aren't hundred percent, you know, they're the way everybody wants them to be, are doing, are just, are trying to do the best they can with the situation that they have. You know, I see yeah. more of that than I see of, of brothers that's just not making any effort. You know, I can't think of a brother in my inner circle you know, um, Danica, you know, we family, I, I, I can't even really think of any cousins that we have that's just abandoning their kids and nothing like that. That's just not something yeah. that occurred to me to do, you know. Um, and so it's not, you know, the, we know the importance of it. It is important, but it's like it's more so than just we had to think about what, whether or not it was important. It was instinctual. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it was just natural. You know, the kids here, OK, this is my little one. It's my seed. I gotta be here for him, you know. Uh, yeah, like you said, I want that. I want that experience too. I want to come around and I want them to know that this is DJ Dad, you know, because y'all see me around. Yeah, I think it's awesome because uh, I think it's probably been over ten years. I know if y'all ever are on social media, y'all see the pictures or the videos of the dad showing up at the first day of school and cheering the kids on and stuff like that. I think, and I love it because the majority of them are African-American men. And then for the children who don't have their father in that line, they pat them on the back and helping them with their breakfast too and get them situated. And I think I, I actually just I'm one of those kind of people, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a sap. I'm going to be emotional when I see it because as much as we hear it, that it's, it's Black men aren't doing this, and it's not too many black men that are in, that are married or showing up in their relationships. But you have to get out of what you're used to hearing and seeing, and really search or seek out what you're looking for. 
And so a lot of people don't even want to believe that there's men out there like that. And I'm like, I know some, <laughs> I know some dope fathers that literally are very, I was bragging on, uh, bragging on you to Brooke. I said, man, I remember the day Brooke said you were telling the doctors, hey, you called her sitting in the chair. Hey, they doing this. This is what I told them. Brooke said, okay, baby, you got it. She hung up the phone. Yeah. I literally was like, that's my dog. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And so the same thing with you, David. I, I I applaud both of you, even Bryson, when I watched him uh studying with his son and helping him pronounce words on his tablet. Like he's like, Daddy, I did it. He said, Great job, sir. Like those are the things that are essential in parenting. So when people think that oh, I could do this without her daddy, girl, you could, but it would be even better for the two of you work together, even if you're not married. But I love that in your marriages, where is it that you and your partner literally like, okay, babe, I need time, I need space. Do you ever feel overwhelmed in the role of parenting? Like, okay, as a father, like, it's a lot that you feel like you carry, or do you feel like sometimes even, okay, babe, I'm going to take this from you, you give this to me, or sometimes this. How do y'all communicate in the sense of giving each other time and that role of parents? Um, I mean, honestly, we've just gotten to the point where we'll just say it. She'd be like, "Baby, come be like." She texted me earlier when uh, I was at the barbershop. She was like, "Come, come, come, get your baby boy." I took DJ <laughs> to the barbershop earlier. You know, little man. Uh, you know, Dion was over here doing his little one-year-old thing, you know, wilding and, and running around. And she was like, you know, come get him. She ain't been feeling well this weekend. So, okay, I know I got to get, you know, help her out, support where I can and things like that, you know. Um, but it, it can be overwhelming, man. Parenting is, is one of the toughest jobs uh, in the world. It's literally a full-time job. It's not even a – it's more than a full-time job. It's, it's, it's not your 40-hour week. can't clock out from being a parent, you know. Um, not enough. It's, so it's like you have to I, I like how you how you said it, um, you know, you, you could do it by yourself as a parent, but um, you could be like, I don't need this person or, you know, whatever. But um, and you might not. You could still do a good job raising a parent, you know, as a single parent, you know, but you might not need the other parent. But that kid does, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, both both parties being involved is is. Um, is super important and it's just mm-hmm. having to having to being able to balance each other if if nothing else being able to help each other and support each other i think uh my you know my wife and i do a really good job with just we've we've been together long enough when i could tell you know okay she need a break or yeah. you know she been with me long enough to know okay he, he he trying to get some work done let me get the boys and you know and let him, you know, do what he doing or let him go get his time or something like that. But it's definitely important, again, to have those conversations. And sometimes it's a difficult conversation to have when both of y'all are swamped or overwhelmed or yeah. one is feeling like the other one isn't supporting the way they would like, you know, or something like that. You know, it can lead to some difficult conversations, but it needs to be had because, uh, you know, as a, as a father, as a husband, I've learned about how real um, – you know, postpartum depression is, you know, and I've learned about how, yeah. how real, um, you know, how the difficulties of, of parenting or having a kid that's attached to you or, 
you know, or whatever the case may be. So you just got to really understand each other. You got to really, really work to understand each other. I think raising young kids is probably uh, the toughest part of a relationship, like by far, because it's not even about the relationship right now. It's about the kids because they're so young and can't do nothing for themselves. You got to put your relationship on the back burner to make sure they're good. But it's super important to make sure that, you know, that y'all balance each other out and you you got a, a, a avenue to let out your frustrations. Because if you get too overwhelmed, yeah. you know, and you don't have that support from your spouse, you'll take your frustrations out on them or, you know, even worse on the kids. So, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, we work a lot to make sure that we are kind of supporting each other however we can, whenever we can, as much as we can, you know, even the small things. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Um, definitely compromising, uh, just learning each other, uh, what we like and dislike. Like, for example, I'm a morning person, and Brooke's not. <laughs> I mean, Brooke likes to sleep in. So, <laughs> see that? So, it, it works out. Though so I can, you know, the morning stuff, I got it. It's no problem. I mean, that's, yeah. I like to uh, wake up and go exercise, go run. That's my release. That's my uh, break. And you know, Brooke turned me on to to counseling, because um, growing up, nah, we weren't doing that. You know, that wasn't we didn't even think about that. That was something you know, like rich people did, or some you know other other groups of people did, but we didn't do that. So yeah. when when you know, me and Brooke, you know, Brooke turned me on to, you know, she had me going, and we went to a wedding counseling uh, uh, before we got married, and then we had Christian and marriage counseling. We were going through our issues with our oldest, and it helped a lot. And I, this is one random story, though, but I remember in the lobby, it was this black family. It was a big family. It was, it was a brother, it was a black man. And he was taking his whole family to counseling because his siblings were arguing and fighting. And I was just sitting there, but I was taken back. I'm like, wow, man. Like, I never thought about that. And yeah. and, and to see him do that, and I, I kind of, you know, gave him a little nod and, you know, shook his hand like, man, that, that's awesome what you're doing, man. Uh, because it, you... You set an example for your kids. You uh, uh, you showing that unity that bond. They were young, so at an early age, you know. Um, but definitely, uh, just the counseling, the compromising. The, uh, I mean, she knows when I got something going on. I know when she got something going on. Um, just day to day conversations, and I know I step up, do extra here, and we just make it work. Um, I mean, that's what marriage is. Every day you married, every day you get stronger. Every day you get, you build that bond. Um, every day. Yeah, it's, it's super important, man. That's a that's a good point about counseling. It's just, it's, it's almost, it's almost taboo in our community because you kind of don't want to feel like there's something wrong with you. Like, man, I'm old off. I need counseling. It must be, I mean, you crazy. Yeah. I must be crazy <laughs> if I need a therapist or I ain't, I ain't that bad. I'm good, you know, but, um, but it definitely has helped, you know, um, before we got married, I made sure uh, to kind of because I know there was there were some things that I needed to set straight with myself um, to start seeing the therapist even before. And, you know, my wife and I have had a few um, marriage counseling sessions. And honestly, we, we want to continue them and do more because, like you said, it's like this is an everything thing. It's a lifelong process. You have to continue to work at it. You know, it's even if you, if you start therapy or do some counseling, you know, it's yeah. something that you, that's benefiting you. You want to keep doing it. You know, um, yeah. you just got to find ways. It's not like a, it's not a temporary thing. It's not, you know, it's not, Oh, we could just break up tomorrow and it'd be, 
go to our normal lives. Like this is this is a lifelong commitment and you got to put in a, a lifelong work to make yeah. that commitment, you know, stick. And that's just that's part of it, supporting each other. But, yeah, counseling and, and, and therapy is 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 big and it's, it's beneficial. I was a little surprised about how beneficial it was for just me learning about myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. You definitely have to be intentional. Uh, I know y'all are aware uh, I'm divorced, but in marriage, I realized how important it was. Even though my daughter wasn't his daughter, uh, I had, you know, uh, expectations for her that I needed him to either be either on board or get that. And I hate to say it because the way that it was, like I said, I had my daughter with a different man. Me and her daddy already had a plan. So either as a co-parent, when you come into the situation, you got to be able to say, you know what, I've been aligned with that or I disagree. And I feel like I don't even have to say I pat myself on my back, you know, on my own back, because my daughter going to tell me, I appreciate everything you do with it. It shows. And for those that know my baby, you can see what kind of person she is and what she's capable of and all that she does. But I think with fathers, um, just hear you guys talk about the importance Counselor, I think some people, like you said, um, the the stigma of something wrong with you. It ain't nothing wrong with going to therapy because it helps you process out your thoughts, your feelings, and emotions and dig a little deeper because sometimes we are pushing things back to ignore them. And then when things come to surface in a traumatic in a traumatic way, then you not understand it like that's why I feel like this because I felt this way previously or in my childhood. But a lot of us are operating in broken, you know, responses. So I, I like that. Y'all guys are on the People out there better be listening. <laughs> Therapy can be very beneficial and helpful to the marriage to break things down. Uh, that's what's up. That's good stuff. Okay, cool. So my, I don't even want to say my last question, but my next question would be to you guys. Did you ever see or have a particular person in mind as a role model that you kind of bottled some of your ideas on how you want to be a father, even before you had children. Like if I become a dad, this person gave me inspiration. Who would that be for you? Uh, in addition to my dad, I would say a lot of them black TV dads, you know, <laughs> I grew up watching the <laughs> Cosby show and, and Fresh Prince and all of that. Yeah. So, like subconsciously, I kind of was taking notes. Like, okay, okay, I like how he did that with his son. Okay, that was a pretty funny moment. It's cool to be like that if you're a dad. I want to be that kind of dad, you know. Yeah. Um, so just, uh, you know, not only my dad, but a lot of people don't even realize the stuff that you watch and see has a major impact on it. You know. Oh, for sure. Uh, I, I talk to my kids a little Bernie Mac like sometimes. You know, just from <laughs> watching them come up. So yeah, just just a little bit of everywhere. Take notes from everywhere, whoever I could that I saw was I felt like was doing it right. Who would be your first TV dad though? Like if you had to name one, what would be a TV dad that you could literally say, "Ooh," because you got plenty, but give me one. What which one would you say? Ooh, that's the man. Dude. I think you know one of my first one of my favorite shows growing up was Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and I just think I feel like Uncle Phil was the truth. You know what I'm saying? He yeah, the way he took in his nephew that he ain't have to, you know. Showed, it, showed him love, was tough on him, you know, super tough love, had high expectations, but clearly loved him. You know, yeah. I, I want to be, I want to be that kind of dad that you, that you can rely on for anything. You know, we might not have a mansion that he had, but 
you know, I'm going to try to support you and provide for you as best I can. And I'm going to be a little tough on you, but it's because I love you. Yeah. What about you, Dave? Yeah, that's a good one. Definitely uh, uh, the Cosby show. I mean, the, uh, I mean Bill Cosby, man, he – it was it was always on new episodes came on Thursday. I okay. mean they got rerun, you know. So yeah, he 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 had the education, the fun, the big family, the yeah. the. But it, my favorite dad. I mean I'm a little older, so I got to go back to like good times. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you know, like <laughs> you know he was yo yo he came through. You know what I mean he always came through in the clutch. He wasn't going nowhere, and uh, yeah, good times definitely. Yeah. They did them wrong at the end, man. I ain't like that. <laughs> they did the dad wrong at the end, man. Yeah. But that's yeah. how they that's how they do us. They do it, they try to do us wrong in the end, man. They try that's to get right. us out of there. But yeah. What I what I do love about uh and I think for a lot of us in the black community, a lot of those dads were like inspiring. Imagine you got Dr. Huxtable, you got Family Matters dad as a police officer, you got uh, most of these men had prestigious jobs, which was to us in our community kind of rare. You know, most of our dad were hard hat workers, you know, sewage plant workers, garbage truck workers, which there's nothing wrong with that. But it gave you something to aspire to or something that made you feel like they could do that. They could have that. Or even the wives, you know, like, hey, they knew how to to, to show their children we, we, we're going to pursue excellence. And I think that was even where they had to spit off a different world. A lot of us was like, I want to go to college. I don't think many of us had the idea to want to do half the stuff we are doing now if it wasn't for those type of examples and some of the storylines that they had to inspire us. So I think that's pretty dope. I think if I pick one, it would be... I ain't gonna lie. Uncle Phil, for real. Yeah, Fresh Prince. Um, I like that even with his own children, you know, he was hard on them. And even if he was hard on, you know, Will, it was like, y'all are all going to get this same, you know, info. But each child was different and he didn't treat them no different. It was all, y'all going to all get this business. <laughs> so that was one thing I loved about uh, Fresh Prince. And of course, the Cosby Show for sure. So that's awesome. If you wanted to leave a message behind for your children to know what your love and your care was for them, what would that be? What message would you want to leave for your children to know or to hear from you in your own words? You can think about it. I'm going to give y'all Jeffrey Oh, no. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm here, uh, just to put God first. Uh, yeah. I, read the Bible. I read the Bible every morning. You know, and it uh it just starts my day off right. And you know, I read something this morning and it talked about just being open and understanding that God is gonna talk to you throughout the day through different people in different situations. And you know, kind of like your conscience and your head telling you to do something. It's, it's God telling you, you know, um how to how to move without um how to move correctly, you know, how to move responsibly, how to make good choices with your finances, your money, your time, your family. So yeah. just kind of being in tune with God um, and learning how to pray and um, just take it day by day and enjoy life. 
Yeah, you can't you can't really beat that, man. That's that's a that's if you're not going to instill any other message in your kids, you know, make sure that relationship with the creator is on point. You know, um, you, you got to have not only faith in God, but you, you got to work at it. You got to do the right things while you're out here, you know. So, uh, you know, maintaining that relationship with God is is super big to kind of impart on the kids. Other than that, um, I think I would tell my son to, to just or to any kids in future generations, you know, um, to just and not be afraid to to be yourself. You know what I mean? Um, I, I know when I grew up, a lot of the times I was that, I was that, uh, I was a smart kid. I was a nerdy kid. Um, but I was also a, a kid that, that had some behavior issues. And a lot of it stemmed from, you know, a lot of times I didn't want to show everybody how smart I was. I didn't want to be the, the, the smart nerdy kid in the class or, you know, um, and so it, it, it benefit. I, I realized early, you know, later on in life, how much more I could have done if I had just embraced myself. Um, yeah. But you gotta, you know, you gotta. That part of that is, um, you know, knowing God, so you can know yourself, know the skills and the things you were blessed with, so that you can embrace them and love yourself and live your life to the fullest. You know, um, I would just let the kids know you all got a purpose. God gave you a purpose. You know, the things you're passionate about, the things you are good at, you know, you're good and passionate at those things for a reason. So so be yourself, you know, to help you find your way in this world. Um, a lot of people stumble just trying to find out who they are on this planet and end up hurting themselves and hurting hurting others. So you got to know yourself. You got to know God. So you so you can know yourself, you know, and, and embrace your blessings, love yourself, allow yourself to make mistakes in this world and learn from it. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there and step out your comfort zone and, you know, and, and, and do what you got to do to, to survive and to, to grow in this world. I am grateful to have both of you on as well as Bryce, but I know Wi-Fi signal was bad out there at the park, uh, but his children, but our fathers are very vital, uh, whether married or not. Um, showing up for their children, setting expectations, uh, disciplinary uh, focus, and not necessarily discipline in the phrase of like abuse or beating, but like setting structure, build, helping build that foundation. And so, from what I know about you guys and a few of the other fathers that I'm aware of, even in their marital relationship or the lack of marital relationship, that each one of you have children that have blossomed, you know amazingly, you know? Um, so where can the people find you if they want to keep up or keep it, you know, a clue as to what's going on in the world out there or even just seeing your point of view? Share it with people. Oh, well, uh, I started a little TikTok page. It, it was kind of like for special needs uh, dads and people just kind of uh, something similar, you know, what we had going on. And it's just... Uh, PHX dad, the Phoenix's dad. Um, and it was a way for me to just put stuff out there, you know, and I didn't look for any, you know, Brooke always say, why you turn your comments off? You don't let people comment on you because I just wanted to put it out there. You know what I mean? I wasn't looking for people commenting or, and I do it probably once a month and I'm going to just, you know, continue to do it. And it just, yeah. I know because it's somebody out there watching. 
Yep. Um, you can find me uh, on, on on Instagram, um, mainly underscore only one Devin underscore. Uh, I'm also on uh, TikTok as well at um, underscore Equiminata. It's actually my wife and I. My wife and I both have um, a YouTube and a TikTok page. Um, so you can find us on TikTok as well at Equiminata underscore that's a-q-u-e-m-i-n-i that's my wife and i um on on tiktok you can find us there and you can get to our youtube page from our tiktok too well i'm grateful to have both of you i'm very proud of you guys i know y'all don't need the praise of the pat on the back uh but your efforts and your hard work will show up in how you raise your children uh, all children are different, so we don't expect perfect because life is covered with destruction and separate in the Bible. Bible is basically destruction before leaving Earth. However, our, mm-hmm. I'm glad that you shared your insight as to your role as a father and how you choose to parent and what that looks like for you guys. Um, this will be titled Super Bear, A Daughter's First Love, Dad's First Love, Son's First Hero, because our children Look up to us, regardless if we want them to or not. They'll be bottling what we teach. Them. Grateful to have both of you. Much love, and stay tuned because we will have some other things coming up. So, peace out, you guys. Have a good night, and thank you for watching. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, enjoyed it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Y'all take it easy. Be safe. Uh, you too. Nice to meet you, bro.